There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Very, very negative intro, I thought. That's all I have to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, baby. Um, God, there's some news stories this morning. Elderly couple left with 25 cents after scam. Isn't it amazing to you how scammy people are? I suppose people have always been scammy, but it's, mm-hmm. it's God, it's just horrendous. People right now, and we're talking our politicians, we're talking our TV and radio networks, we're talking the newspapers. We're, it's all about scamming people out of money. And I yeah. consider anytime they shove it down your throat, I consider that to be a scam. Yeah, I um, I just saw a preview because we went to the new Ferrari movie uh, this last weekend. I saw a preview for this Jason Statham movie called The Beekeeper, yeah. where oh. the whole premise is someone he loves gets scammed, and then he goes on a killing spree. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I was Love like, it. Get some. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of movie. I'll be watching it uh, going out. To, is it? It's in theaters. You said. No, I don't think it's yet. I'll look it up. The Beekeeper is. Uh, I'll look it up. Yeah, it's, so it's on one of the one of the, uh, not, not one of the networks. I think it's going to theaters. No, it'll be in theaters. I just mean it's not out yet. Well, how did you see it? No, I saw the preview for it when I saw. Ferrari. Oh, I thought you saw the whole movie. I thought, yeah, because no. that that sounds like my kind of movie right there. No, it definitely uh, ten is. Days. January 12th. January 12th. We got to suffer through 10 more days without the beekeeper. Is that what you're saying? Ah, I love those kind of movies. I love those kind of movies. An elderly couple was left with just 25 cents in their account after they lost thousands of dollars. Uh, More than $60,000 was wiped from their savings as they fell victim to a scam involving Target gift cards. Oh, there's a picture of the woman. She looks really sad. What the hell? No. Yeah, show me your picture for it. Don't show me your picture. Nina uh, Komatsi, it looks like. The victim's daughter revealed her dad, 77, had received an email from an account uh, purported to be a Geek Squad employee for the ABC affiliate WSBC. Oh, excuse me, WSB. Um, the note ordered the man to call. The note ordered the band to call a number to stop a so-called $450 charge. You ordered me, did you? Right there, yeah. you just lost me. Yeah. If you're ordering me to do something, forget it. Yeah. Well, and anything that just seems out of the ordinary, like that's not how things no. are done in the world. 
No, don't get a letter God, no. about this. No. Okay, now I'm getting pissed off because the next paragraph, the scammer allegedly threatened to call the FBI and cops, pressuring the man to hand over 60000 bucks. Komatsu revealed her dad bought around $30,000 worth of Target gift cards. Why? I don't understand because you want your name wiped from something. All of a sudden, you have to buy 30 Gs worth of stuff? I don't get it. I just, yeah. I feel like such a red flag would be you have to pay back the government but only in Target gift cards yeah. because we love deals exactly right. and, you know, what? like, come on. That's I, I, I feel bad for the guy, but also, come on, we got to be a little more mindful yeah. about things. Yeah, there's like a whole um, talking about uh, digital literacy that has to, you have to take your loved ones, anyone older, and really talk to them about, hey, if somebody calls you, I mean, we have this talk with my grandma all the time, like, hey, if somebody calls you, you don't need to talk to them. If they're saying this, you don't need to talk to them. And I feel so bad because there's a lot of shame attached to it, too. Mm -hmm. You get tricked by these people and you don't know. And and things change so quickly. I feel so bad for them. Yeah, what are you going to, they scam and go, I will tell you what. People don't even realize this, but Minnesota's scam rate is very high. Is it? Yes, very high. People in Minnesota love to scam other people. But is it people in Minnesota that are scamming? Because it can be called both. from all over. Yep, they can be called from all over, but it's both, yes. Getting scammed and scamming, no question about it. The fraudster then allegedly told him to relay the card numbers back. Three accounts were drained of $62,900 that had 25 cents combined left. Komatsi said, Diane Durham, who's also a daughter of the victims, has created a GoFundMe page in a bid to raise money. She claimed my father was coerced and bullied into withdrawing uh, cash. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. If you're on the phone and somebody you don't know starts bullying you, why would you stay on the phone? Hmm. That's yeah, I'm going to let question. you bully me on the phone. No. Why don't you come over, bully? Come on over and bully me at the house. What do you say? <laughs> That's like the like the Tyler the Creator like line. He's like, "How is cyberbullying real? Just close your laptop. Like, why? If you're getting bullied exactly. on the phone like that, yep. just hang up. Just hang up. Yep. If you don't like the call, you have more than enough power. To just be like, yeah, we're done with this. Click. Well, you're absolutely right. Hundred percent right. My father was coerced and bullied into withdrawing cash, purchasing gift cards, and giving the gift card uh, details to the scammer in order to avoid trouble. How long was this man on the phone? For Christ's sake. Yeah, that's that's a very elaborate, kind of a terrible constructed scam for the scammer because you have to have a lot of things go right to get this guy to give you this money. I mean, it must work sometimes. It does. Like, it works a lot. There's whole YouTube channels devoted to people just pissing off scammers, and it is closest Good. thing I'll get to porn in uh, my life. <laughs> hey, that works for me, though. That sounds great, actually. No, I, I actually, I think what I'd probably do if I had somebody like that, because uh, they told him, you're going to have to do this to avoid, quote, trouble with the police and to keep your family safe. Once you came up with keep your family safe, I'm now going to track you down. What do you think of that? Oh, yeah. Don't you ever threaten my family ever, 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 because it ain't going to work out. I don't care if you live in another planet. I'll come. I'll get a rocket ship. I will find you. I'll find you. That will kill you. I've known some people gotten scammed out a lot of money. Lots of money. You know, uh, there's 
a lot of times, oh, never mind. I don't want to go deep into it because even when you think you're doing the right thing, like giving to a charity, yeah, and the big charities, not what I'm talking about. These are always yeah. made up charities, but it's a it says charity, so yeah. people click in. Uh, let's say they kick in, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Well, if you pull that off on a hundred thousand people, you got a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, you do uh, four or five a day. It doesn't take that long to get there. You know. Yeah. Uh, she claimed my father was coerced and bullied into withdrawing cash, purchasing gift cards, giving the gift card details to the scammer in order to avoid trouble with the police and to keep his family safe. But, sir, how are you going to keep your family safe when I find you? That's what I'd like to know. Yeah. I need that $60,000 in Target gift cards back if you want to keep your family safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about that action? Yeah. Don't. If you don't know who's on the phone, go, you know what? Let me get a hold of uh, my lawyer, my friend. My uh, let me get a hold of somebody. We're going to track this down so we can. And here's how I would do it. I want to bring a couple of people in, like my lawyer and maybe uh, this. I I have a good friend's a police officer. Let's all four of us talk about this because I want to make sure this this works for you. I'm going to bring them into this conversation because I want to make sure that you get your money back. You know, I'm very nervous about making sure that you become whole again. So I'm going to get my cop friend and my lawyer friend, and the four of us will do this together. What do you say? I love it. That's what you need to do. You need to say, oh, you know what? My cousin's a police officer. Let me get him on the phone uh, just so I'm, I want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. That's the only reason I'm bringing him on. I want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. Right? Yeah. Right. No, I think it's it's gross. It's terrible. It's terrible. I'm, I feel so bad, especially because, like, like older people have had to deal with so many big changes that they kind of yeah. have to accept. Yeah. Where we're like, no, you can just put your card on this device, or you can just do this. Or grandma, have you heard of eBay? Buy me this on eBay. And like, then we're like, oh, I can't believe they got scammed. And it's like they've had to accept so much change, and us mm -hmm. be like, oh my god, just talk through me onto this little device. Yeah, that so. wouldn't be too bad. Okay, I I need to find out who loaded Tom's news stories today. Uh, I think we all did. Yeah. Well, you're all three lying. Because oh. I just looked at the next headline. Uh -oh. Five things you should do on World Introvert Day. Ooh. Yeah, like you three are introverts, okay? <laughs> you, you don't even know what a hell of an introvert is. I am married to an introvert. Thank you very much. Is he really an introvert? Yeah, do you know what he like said to me? To you? Mm. <laughs> you know what he said to me during That's the pandemic at one point? Get out. He said, huh, it doesn't even feel that different. And I said, I hate you so much. <laughs> so it went really well for you then. He was, yeah, he's just like, yeah, it's just a normal, it's been a normal couple of months. So I was like, what? He loves not leaving. He loves oh, it. I understand. Uh, by the way, I just realized something too. You know, the reason I've never gotten a scam call is because I grew up in North Minneapolis. I ain't going to call anybody in North Minneapolis trying to get money. That ain't going to happen. So that's why I've never had one of these, I suppose. I think you've had quite a few, a few since don't then. answer unknown numbers. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. So what is World Introvert Day? You guys know anything about this? January's. Oh, it's my brother Todd's birthday. Happy birthday, Todd. Happy birthday, Happy Todd. Birthday. Um, World Introvert Day. You've met my family. How many introverts do I have in my family, Brittany? Well, is Andy and, an introvert? Well, Andy yeah. is kind of an introvert. That is true. And I'm, I'm sure most people have their moments where they're introverted, where like, yeah. you go through the holiday season, and you just got done hanging out with all of your family members. If you, you know, New Year's Eve, you celebrated. So you're kind of more just worn out and burnt out from, you know, being in social situations where I think there's more people 
today. They're like, you know what? This is going to be a me day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, and that, I suppose in a way is being an introvert. It's just, just kind of hanging by yourself. Yeah. I suppose that's true. Uh, on January 2nd, set the tone for a year that embraces and honors your strength as an introvert. Uh, yeah. I mean, around me, Andy's not an introvert. Around other people, he is, well, but around the family, he's not. And it doesn't mean you're not talkative. It's kind of more of the way you charge. Do you charge up your energy from being around people? Or do you charge up your energy from being alone? Like, they're, introverts kind of get a bad rap because they get mixed in whatever, like, in the, like, oh, they're not this. You can be very good at being social. It's just exhausting for you. You know, you sound like Catherine now. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Catherine said, you know, Tom, I got to point something out to you. When you're walking down the street or you're getting on an elevator and the some people are coming your way in the street or there are other people already on the elevator, that doesn't mean it's a comedy club. Yeah. I said, <laughs> what do you mean? Said, yeah. Every time you get on an elevator, and I didn't even know I did this, said every time you get on an elevator, other people go, hey, let me tell you, when I was a kid, you know, I start telling <laughs> jokes to people yeah. or joking around with them or whatever. Like there was this kid, Patrick, yesterday, had his Navy sweatshirt on. He was there with his mom. He started schmoozing about stuff. By the end of it, found out his name was Patrick. My name is Tom. We both grew up Catholic. I mean, I've never seen this guy in my life. Yeah. Catherine said, you do that with everybody. Everybody yeah. comes near you. You start entertaining them. What is that? My need to connect with people around me is so palpable and disgusting. Yeah. Like, yep. I need to know, did you have a cat or dog growing up? Do you? Like, I want to know <laughs> things about the people around me. Yep. And Justin, and actually Justin is like, he the other, like, it was like about a month ago, he mentioned to me that he starts kind of engaging with people a little more. Because he's yeah. like, it's kind of nice to know people that you see all the time, you know, like. Um, when you go yeah. to the same gas station, when you go to the whatever, but he's like, he, he's, he doesn't need it as bad as I do. I need it. I need to know these people. You know, what Catherine said to me yesterday on uh, elevators, we're getting off because mm -hmm. there are another three people on there. They had a dog and we had Jude with us and all the rest of us. And Catherine started talking to Jude. Oh, Judy, everything's going to be good. We're just going to get up to the, okay, don't worry about it. Baby boy and blah, blah, blah. I said, why aren't you as nice to me as you are to our dog? This is in front of the other three people on the elevator. I yeah. said, why aren't you as nice to me as you are to our dog? And she said, yeah, as soon as you get that cute, I will be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So apparently Jude's a lot cuter than I am. I, I, didn't, mean, I that. didn't know we were stating the obvious in 2024. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. Jude. You talk... Does everybody okay? You have a dog. The other two guys, you have a dog. Yep, I have a dog. Mm -hmm. You yep. both do. Do they both work the angles on you like Jude does on us? I mean, they're working it constantly. A hundred percent, my dog does. <laughs> if he's like, we'll be like, oh, you want a treat? And his ears will perk up, and we'll, you know, oh, yeah. he knows where the treat drawer is. So we go over there, and I'll take one out, and I'll he'll sniff it, and he'll do like a little head shake. No, like he doesn't want it. And so I like, put it down on the ground and I'm like, well, what about this one? And then he'll kind of sniff it and then he'll shake his head no and I'll put it down. <laughs> and then he'll grab the first one that I already put down, run away and go like hide that one and come back and take the second one. So, yeah, he's always scheming. And speaking of scammers, yeah. my dog scams me out of an extra treat every time. Damn, did he ask for Target gift cards too? <laughs> yeah, whoa, that's a very good point. You scammed him for Target gift cards. Yeah. But that's that Jude... 
he does things like if Catherine goes out with her friends and he's stuck at home with me, so it's just Jude and me, when she gets back home, I usually sit on the far right of the couch because Catherine likes to lay down the couch so she can, like, stretch her legs, whereas I like sitting up. And I'm not kidding you. So she was out a little, not late or anything, but he kept looking for her and any noise, he'd go to the door. And so she finally gets home and he's all happy to see her, but then it's payback time. Uh, So we go in the kitchen, we come out of the kitchen. I go to sit in my chair. I'm good to go. Catherine goes to lay down and Jude is laying straight out, both legs forward, both legs backward, covering the entire area where she usually lays down. Oh, funny. Like you're back? Well, I'll take this home with you. How dare you leave me? I love dogs torturing and coercing people to maybe stay home a little longer. But, yeah. I, you know, could you guys, would you guys like to be in a house without a dog? No. My, my grandma, who no. is 96 years old, says you can, like, you have big dogs when you can have big dogs. And when you can't mm-hmm. have dogs anymore, you just get a small dog. <laughs> Yeah, what's wrong with that? That's a good idea. That's what we did. Yeah, see? So, like, you always have a dog. That's what my grandma always says to us. No question. I want to know why it is always me. This is over the past 40 years now, because we've always had a dog. Mm -hmm. Big German Shepherds and that kind of, not German Shepherds, excuse me, but the big Irish Setters, that kind of thing. And why is it always Uncle Tommy that has to come home and find them deceased? Oh, Every time our dog died, I had to find it for some reason. It's like, what the hell? I had to put my first dog down, like that was mine, um, about a year and a half ago. It was terrible. I'm sorry. You remember Cassie Russell, don't you? We had Cassie I, and Nipsey Russell, twin uh, twin dogs. I never met them, but I know. Oh, you like, didn't? No, I never met those dogs. No, that was in your, um, I don't even think that was in your Golden Valley house. Mm, no, you're right. You're right. It probably was not. No, no, it was just for a very short time, though, because we went to the Golden Valley uh, pet uh, doctor. And so I'm, you know, like petting, petting. He's, I think he was like 18 years old, too. Wow. That's an old dog. Yeah. yeah. But I'm petting him and all the rest of it. And he's looking at me and I just keep petting him and I'm looking him in the eye going, don't worry about this. Everything is fine. Don't, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the dog. The doctor finally had to come over and go, uh, Tom, uh, your dog's been dead for about two minutes now. I didn't even know he was dead because yeah. he was still looking at me and I was still petting him. That's yeah. tough. That's a tough moment right there. Yeah. You don't want to be cacking the dogs, do you? It's terrible. I hated putting down Izzy, but I knew that, like, I wanted my voice to be the last thing she heard. So I just yeah. kept talking to her for a very long time. We should talk about something. <laughs> okay, we'll so move on sad. to on January 2nd, set the tone for a year that embraces and honors your strength as an introvert. We shall move on before I start petting you because you look like you're, you're going to die. No, it's fine. I love this. Let's do this. Yeah, you sure do. <laughs> Boy, yeah, it doesn't show oh, at all. Oh. <laughs> we're just, gonna be, we're just done for the day. That's so funny. All three of you teared up. That was oh. great. Well, it just shows that you care, right? Introverts, eh? <laughs> Brittany is having an emotional moment I'm right so now. I'm so sorry, you guys. So I can't. Sorry. About... Why would you be sorry oh. about being emotional? Because I, I wish don't a lot of want people to be right now. I wish I could just be normal right now. Give a rat's yeah. ass. Don't, hey, 
Okay, next time I'll bring up uh, cats that are put to sleep. How about that? Is that better? Oh, that's great, because that happened to me while I was pregnant as well. So. Oh, no. Oh, no. It happened to us. So, I know that. So much so that the, the vet sent uh, me oh. a letter oh. after of, like, Oh really? I lost my mind. Yeah, let's let's move on. <laughs> no, no, I want to know about the doctor. The do- doctor said, no. "God, I didn't know so much snot could come out of someone's nose like that." It's fine. I love it. You know what else it. happened? Okay, how about horses? You ever have to put a horse down? No, I'm sorry, my life is not bougie enough to put a horse down. I'm <laughs> not never bougie enough to down. kill a horse. All right, moving on to the introvert story. But that's good. To, I mean, see, it's good to know you get that emotional about someone you, you thought or something you thought a great deal of. There's nothing wrong with that. Wasn't easy. I'm telling you, it wasn't easy for me. The new year is here as we usher in a season of fresh starts and big goals. It's also time to commemorate another lesser-known holiday that's just as worthy of celebration, if a little quieter than the New Year's Eve fanfare. World Introvert Day, observed annually on January 2nd, is dedicated to, uh, to celebrating and bringing awareness to introversion. Founded in 2011, it's an opportunity for us often overlooked quiet ones. Why do they have to say us? I would not consider myself to be a quiet one. Ah, you are not an introvert at all. No, I am not at all. Not in the least. I could literally stand in front of 10 people I've never even met before and go, so I was walking down the street the other day. Just start telling them stories. You need to be around people and talk all the time. I do. You're right. Why is that? Why would that happen? Oh, your need to control situations that felt no, chaotic. No, no, that's no. I don't it. mean like, like, like the idea of silence makes you uncomfortable. It reminds me too much of my father because he was exactly. never there. So it was always silent. What do you yeah. think of that take? Huh? Or like you were on, you made him laugh sometimes. And that had some, like you could control a situation a little that's bit. True. And, and that's I don't mean true. like you're controlling, but like, I know. The idea, the unknown silence makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you 100%. I do not care for that. This year, we're taking World Introvert Day to the next level, recognizing that introversion deserves to be celebrated every day, all year long. We're using this uh, World Introvert Day to kick off a full year of unapologetic introverting. Here's how you can set the tone for a year that embraces and honors your strength as an introvert. Let me go back just a little bit. Why do we need to include in- introverts into our lives? You either know them or you don't. Yeah. yeah. And for them to, and I guess them, the introverts, whoever made this article to refer to the, themselves as the overlooked ones, like right. not everybody's right. the victim. You could just be an introvert and here's happy introverts day. Like, are you, is anybody really overlooking introverts? I would argue being overlooked comes with being an introvert because like you're not going Probably. out to like be yeah. looked at and you know so yeah people are gonna forget for, hence forget about you in a sense where it's like it's it's a self-inflicted wound i feel like yeah, and most introverts are probably kind of okay with being overlooked because yeah, exactly. they're introverts mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. they don't want to be the topic of conversation all the time that's true all right here are the five things you should do on world introvert day which is today Plan some alone time. First things first, give yourself a chance to catch your breath and transition out of the whirlwind of the holiday season. For introverts, the holidays uh, can be particularly overwhelming. It's no coincidence that World Introvert Day falls immediately after New Year's Day. It reminds us to recharge after the hustle and bustle of nonstop holiday parties, family obligations, and other social commitments associated with the season. By that, i got to be honest with you, we went out to dinner or other people took us out to dinner 
every single day for eight straight days. Damn. Have you ever eaten at restaurants eight straight days? Uh, never. No. no. Even if you don't feel like you're gained weight, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, hey, what are we doing tomorrow? God, that's a lot of chow. Seriously, you go to those restaurants, that's a lot of food to be eaten. No question about it. So prioritize self-care. Take a moment to relax, unwind, and catch up on all your favorite introvert-friendly activities that you might have neglected during the holiday rush. Well, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we got, uh, oh, my God, these things go on forever. I can't read all these. Conduct an adult audit. Oh, excuse me. Conduct an energy audit while the new year marks the end of the holiday season. This time of year is also about fresh starts, new beginnings. Use today as an opportunity to take stock of how you're spending your time and energy. Okay, that's no, that's good advice, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Commit to building new routines and habits as the new year unfolds. Many people make resolutions, often focusing on physical fitness and mental health. Have you guys ever made a New Year's resolution? Not, uh, not, one, not one that I've kept. <laughs> not, yeah, okay, me either. Okay, not good. really. I would say this year, I guess middle of December, I was like, I want to spend less time on my phone and like screen time type of things. And so just be more present yeah. in the moment. But I would say that's probably the closest that I've gotten to making a hard New Year's resolution. Brittany? I love, I love them, but I love goals. Like, I love setting them and, like, being like, this is how many miles I want to run, this is whatever. And then we, me and my um, nanny mom and nanny girl, Brooke and Ann, we will have New Year's mantras. And so then we go to lunch and figure out what our New Year's mantra was. Well, well that's it? not bad. Were you really sad? No, I, I actually, Tevin and AJ just sent me a, a message off air about this, wanting to know if you were really sad that first time you walked alone when your dog died. Were you sad then, too? You, Izzy, my best friend, who I put down after 16 and a half years of being my best friend. It's fine. I had two other dogs, so don't worry about it. I never walked alone. But I never walked alone. The Righteous Brothers. You'll never walk alone. Isn't that uh, the footsteps in the sand thing that like hangs in every grandma's bathroom? Yeah, at one point there were one footprints, and that's when I was carrying Izzy. Oh, oh! Let go of what's no longer serving you. Just as the new year be uh, brings opportunities and new goals and healthier habits, it's also a prime moment to shed bad habits and old ideas that are holding you back. You agree with that as well? Yeah. And then finally, ladies and gentlemen, fully embrace and celebrate your introversion. Uh, this world introvert day. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What are you holding back from? Because most introverts I know don't have that many friends because they don't want that many friends, right? Yeah, like they don't have like a huge circle of no. casual friends. Like my, you know, Justin has three really good friends and they are like okay. thick as thieves. And like, so yeah, that's probably like where you still have your people you call and you probably call yeah. the same yep. amount of times, but it's these three people. I got to tell you, honest to God, I, I won't say any names, mm-hmm. but I had uh, friends when I was a kid and a couple of them were brothers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And one brother was very outgoing and the other brother was not outgoing at all. And we thought, you know, that's kind of interesting. He must be an introvert. Turns out as we grew older, he was not an introvert. He was just that stupid. Oh, no. So is there a big difference between being stupid and being an introvert? I hope so. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I don't know. You know, this is my husband's whole career. So he is uh, an IO psychologist. And so he does uh, uh, assessments for personalities and for job placement. And then like, if you want to expand on your skill sets or whatever. So like I he used to work for Myers-Briggs and to this day, like he can go on and on about like, there is a weird negative connotation that is attached to introverts. And you kind of feel bad because it doesn't mean anything positive or negative. I, I don't look at them that way at all. But the intro, every picture that they put for like extroverts or inverts, extroverts are like jumping in the sky. Yeah, it's the most. Are like, <laughs> like curled up in a ball. I don't want to see the sun. <laughs> so it's like it's all, it, there is this weird one's a positive and one's a negative, and it's not that way. And it's blurred lines, and it's this and that. But it's um. It's, inter- it's so interesting. Have they ever come up with an idea what causes introversion in the first place? I've never I've never heard of a cause of it. Does anyone know? No, I'll ask him. He's uh he took go go to her uh um her checkup, but I'll ask mm-hmm. him. I'll ask him and I'll I'll get back to you tomorrow. I mean, is there any anybody have any ideas? Was it because mom and dad told you to shut up and just calm mind your manners or whatever? Is that part of it? Some people are just Andy is a deep thinker. That's why he's so quiet. He's constantly thinking about things, and therefore he doesn't really talk that much. But he talks you know? a lot. Talk around people he knows. He talks a lot. Yeah, I and I mean that in like the best way possible. Is that like I he is he he talks a lot. I mean he's I it, it's it doesn't that the talking piece doesn't come into play for introverts or extroverts, but it's the does he want to go to you know, if you, I would say Alex and him are good versions of an extrovert and an introvert is that she would want to go to the party because it would automatically, no matter who was there. Mm-hmm. And Andy's going to be more like, are my people there? Are the people that I don't feel right? Strange? right. Mm-hmm. Andy's not a big party guy. You're right. Yeah. And, and that's all fine. Like, yeah. I, and they're both so social and, and um, they'll talk to anybody, but like, you know, I think it's where you drive. Like, is Andy exhausted when he's, you know, in an elevator performing for people? And is Tom mm. getting energy being like, I'm doing my second bit here on the elevator? <laughs> What's the deal with airline food? Uh? <laughs> yeah, that's a possibility. I can see that to be. Why don't you, does anybody know an introvert? I, I like, do you think your husband would call in and do an interview about what it's like to be an introvert? Of course, but I mean, he. I thought I he wouldn't to- because he was an introvert. No, he'll do, I mean, he would jump on for sure. I mean, he wouldn't love it. He wouldn't be like, I'm so excited to do this, but he for sure would. But what causes, does anyone know what causes introversion? Are you told as a little kid to mind your uh, mind your manners and speak when spoken to? Is that well, part of it? No, because like, it's not like Andy, you, I mean, like when Andy was a young kid, did you notice him a little different than Alex when they were growing up? Yeah, well, first of all, when Andy was born, he came out reading a book, which, Jesus, I was like, God. I can't hurt. believe she had one in there. How to get in there? She swallowed Hope, it. Catherine hope, swallowed the book for him. Hopefully hardcover. He was, yeah. he was knocking on her, her rib cage, and she finally caved in. No, he, he has always been a voracious, <laughs> big-time reader. He loves to read. I suppose that most introverts would be big readers because they – learn things and entertain themselves by reading, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. And again, I don't know if that one has a correlation. No. Maybe 
Maybe it does. Yeah. I'll, I, cause I, if you're saying that at a young age, let's say like three or four, did you notice mm -hmm. difference with the way that Andy would approach so, so, social situations compared to Alex? Yes. He would not go near people. Yeah. So yeah, like, I think it's true. something mm -hmm. you're just born with. Cause it's not like you ever told well, Alex or Andy to be like, don't talk or this or that. Like, yeah. And with like Andy, cause, and it's not like, with Andy, I wonder if it would be something, too, where if, you know, you guys are going out and Tom, you being, you know, obviously very recognizable out in the community, if he's like, I'm, you know, tired of all these people, I just oh, want to spend time with that. my dad. And so then that kind of helps him being more introverted at times, maybe? I don't know. Well, yeah. And I mean, there was a two-year period when we had to have an armed guard with us everywhere we went, and that got really old. So I mean, not because of the armed guard. He was a nice guy, actually, but... But just be, the show got so big that people just got crazy about it, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, the one thing that did bother Andy and Alex a lot when they were like, say, five and seven years old, we'd go to Dairy Queen and just grab a cone and sit in the booth. And somebody would come and sit down at the booth with us that's to talk about the morning wild. show. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, he hated that. And I... I didn't can't imagine you liked it either because like when I'm with my nah, kid, right. I I don't mind people interacting with her, but the idea of somebody coming that close and like that would be a bit much. Yeah, and it did used to happen all the time, which is, I mean, it never bothered me. Andy didn't like it. I don't think Alex liked it much either. I got a question. So this arm guard, mm -hmm. uh, he's with you all the time. He was, he yeah. Eat dinner with you guys? Like how? Like or does he always just? No, he would not. He would not eat dinner with us, but he would always be there. Yeah, it just there was a there was a period well, for some reason the prisoners and all the prisons in the state of Minnesota started threatening me. I don't know why, because I suppose because they were incarcerated morons. That's probably what I'm thinking. That doesn't mean they're going to start doing it after this show. You know. <laughs> I think they are very smart and could be free if they wanted to be. I want to go on the record. <laughs> <laughs> That's your deal. Well, the good thing about it is going to North High School. I knew most of the prisoners anyway. There you go. I went to high school with them, so I knew who they all were anyway. Class reunion. <laughs> yeah, class reunion. The class kind of reunion, in a way. Now, it is interesting. People are outgoing, because when you look, my brothers, sisters, Todd, the three before me were not outgoing. Then I was very outgoing. And then Todd was not. Tony is. And Troy kind of was. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting how seven kids took, took away from the same household, a different approach to the world. That's kind of interesting, actually. Yeah, it's really interesting. I like it. That's all I'm saying. I suppose we better take a break. Oh, my God, it's already 924. I suppose we better take a break here. I'll be right back in a couple minutes. There's all kinds of great stuff in Tom's news stories. The complete sheet is back, thank God. Are they, do they come back today or is it tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. I haven't even looked at it. I got to click on it very quickly because they took like two weeks off the pains in the ass. Yeah. I think they said, um, we'll take a break and I'll find out. Cause I gotta, I gotta enter the password and all that. So we'll be right back and I'll find out what's going on in the complete sheet right after this. This is the Tom Bernard show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard show app. <laughs> 
Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-ZERO-RES, backward or forwarded, spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero res carpet. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know and trust with respect that you deserve. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant. Over the years at holiday time, Bradshaw and Bryant has been able to help thousands of Minnesotans arrive home safely from the bars. This year, there's still lots of things that we can do to ensure that you stay safe on the roads, like slowing down, giving yourself enough time that you're not in a rush, no texting and driving, hands-free phone calls, and of course, no drinking and driving. Please be safe so that you get home to your loved ones. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. This year, my biggest wish is that we all remain happy, healthy, and even a little more kind to one another. A lawyer who will fight with confidence and pride. A working harder, going farther with my Bryant on your side. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy. For your second home in Florida, Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys' new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That's onekeywest.com. Chambers they gathered for the feast. They stab it with their stealing eyes, but they just can't kill the beast. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I have to ask you guys a question. Do you think there are certain things that should never be tampered with? Um, because <clears throat> there's a new movie coming out with a very, very famous character in it, but apparently the uh the what do they even call that there, there are certain rules you can't use this you can't use that until copyright. the copyright expires i guess it's just expiration of copyright i guess mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I, you know, I should, I'm not going to go see this. So it really is going to have no effect on me whatsoever. It's Mickey, but not as you've ever seen him before. The copyright apparently expired. So now Mickey Mouse has become a murderer. Yeah, I, I think I believe you're talking about Steamboat Willie, the uh, like the original Mickey Mouse cartoon went mm -hmm. into public domain, similar to like Winnie the yes. Pooh did a couple years ago, right? Right. Okay, right. that's exactly right. Public domain now. So what were you saying, Tevin? Um, well, real quick, it's funny that AJ, you brought up Winnie the Pooh because didn't they make a horror film? about Winnie the Pooh when that copyright yeah. came out. So maybe that's just mm -hmm. the thing everybody wants to do. But mm -hmm. again, the cartoon <laughs> characters, I feel bad because I'm sure there's somebody out there that's, oh, the new Mickey Mouse movie. Let's take the kids to it. It doesn't do a yep. whole lot of research. And now you're in the middle of uh, having to explain to your kid why uh, Mickey Mouse can't be trusted anymore. <laughs> there it is. It's Mickey, but not as you've ever seen him before. A trailer for a slasher film featuring a masked killer dressed as Mickey Mouse was released on the 1st of January. The day the Disney copyright on the earliest versions of the cartoon character expired in the U.S. We just wanted to have fun with it, the movie's director said. A new Mickey-inspired horror game showing the rodent covered with blood stains also dropped on the same day. Steamboat Willie. That's exactly what Tevin was talking about. A 1928 short film featuring early non-speaking versions of Mickey and Minnie entered the public domain in the U.S. on New Year's Day. It means cartoonists, novelists, and filmmakers can now rework and use the earliest versions of Mickey and Minnie. So that Steamboat Willie was the very first version, correct? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. What is the upside of using Mickey Mouse as a murderer? I don't get it. I don't know. But do you guys, I don't know if you guys were on the show yet, Tom, it, but it was you and I read a story about this teacher, this like substitute teacher was supposed to play poo in front of this class. And then ended up playing the murderous one. Oh, no. And the kids were terrified. Why would you do that? I don't children? know, but I think like this. Yeah. I don't. Does it bug you? I feel like it bugs you that they're using these childhood imagery, especially because you've got a real attachment to Mickey Mouse. Oh, no, no question. I worked for Mickey Mouse for about 30 years. Mickey's coming. Go, hey, cat man. No, actually, that's a lie. It never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mickey Mouse. Have well back in the day when Walt Disney was still alive, uh, all these different things. I mean, you you Sunday nights, the what was the name of the show again? The Disney World of Magic or Disney's one the Wonderful World of Disney? It was called. That's yep. what it was called. Yeah, we never missed it because it was always wonderful. Because Mickey was always funny. It was always great. I don't want to know Mickey as a murderer. I yeah. really don't. Mm -hmm. You know, no, this feels like just a cash grab. Like they probably made this movie yep. like movie years yep. and years ago because they knew that this was coming up and they're like, <laughs> yeah. we just got to be ready. So that way, when the public domain expires, and everybody's talking about that. We already have this movie in the can ready to go. Honestly, well, I'll give you an example of why I don't like this kind of thing. First time we ever took Andy and Alex to Disney World, Andy was six and Alex was four. OK, mm -hmm. so we walk into Disney World. We get uh, down on Main Street, right? We're on Main Street at Disney World. And as we enter Main Street, who's there but Minnie Mouse, your buddy, Alexandra, puts both of her hands on her mouth and drops to her knees and starts crying. Oh, Minnie! <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she what? was all in. What a special 
moment. It was great. Like, that's yep. so cool. Yep. No question about it. It was it was a great moment. Uh, in fact, anyone can use those versions without permission or cost. Creatives have been uh, quick to, uh, to take advantage of the new rules with a trailer containing violent scenes, by the way, for a Mickey horror film dropping on the same day. In the horror comedy thriller called Mickey's Mousetrap, a young woman is thrown a surprise birthday party in an amusement arcade, but things quickly take a turn for the worse when she and her friends encounter a knife-wielding murderer in a Mickey costume. A place for fun, a place for friends, a place for hunting. The mouse is out, the trailer screams in the red text. I mean, it's Steamboat Willie's Mickey Mouse murdering people. It's ridiculous, said film director Jamie Bailey. Yeah, Steamboat Willie's now murdering people. Why is that necessary? I feel like there's a big opportunity being missed here to not call it like Screamboat Willie or something like that. Screamboat Willie. That's a good one. Why are we putting him in an arcade? That seems very lazy. Whatever. whatever. I don't know. This whole thing sounds meh. I agree. It just sounds stupid. It doesn't say if it's going to, I suppose it's going to be in theaters, but who the hell would put that in their theater? That's a good question. Do you think anybody would go see? I wouldn't go see this. What the hell? It sounds no. stupid. There's definitely, yeah. I feel like, a crew of, like, there's people that exclusively watch horror movies, I feel like. So this yeah. is, they, they've been, you know, salivating at the thought of, like, oh, midnight, J- January 1st, Steamboat Willie's going to be a maniac killer on the loose. I can't wait. Like, that's, there's a weird group of people that I feel like are just waiting <laughs> right. for this. And yeah, probably. Yeah. You're probably right. You know, it's interesting in my family. That Alex and I loved horror films. Catherine and Andy hated them and would not watch them. I, Isn't that interesting? It's very interesting. Um, I have a nephew, Finn, who's obsessed with Five Nights at Freddy's. And so there is this weird uh, big group of people that want the nostalgia to mix with a horror genre. Like, because yeah. whole Five Nights at Freddy's is kind of like um, circus pizza or what's the what, pizza pizza or whatever, where they have the, the our circus. Yeah, circus pizza is the one with the cheese guy, right? I think so, yeah. The I little think rat the... robotic guy who would, you know, they'd go to and they'd play stuff. So that whole uh, Five Nights at Freddy's is like a take on that. And these uh, um, animatronics become alive and try to kill everybody. Perfect. Perfect. We ran with it and had fun doing it, and I think it shows. The film itself does not have a confirmed release date, but it's expected to be out sometime in March. Why would you release it in March? That's kind of a weird time to release it, don't you think? Yeah, wait till October. Yeah, October would be the time to do it. Yeah. Yeah, March. I don't understand March either. I don't Like I said, I wouldn't go see something like that. Most of those yeah, horror films that are robbers and murders and they're hardly ever any good yeah no. and you know that the story is going to be shit because it's just based on the novelty of yeah. mickey mouse like <laughs> well, it's you true, know what i mean right? they're like we got the copyright we'll work on the story later oh okay right it's just your typical horror movie he just happens to be dressed as mickey mouse now yeah that's the movie yeah, we're right yeah, that's exactly. He's not Mickey Mouse. He's dressed as Mickey Mouse. Oh, so I don't I was, know if that's any good or not. Yeah, I was hoping that it was they drew the cartoon and it was like Steamboat Willie, except now he's murdering everybody, and so it's like a cartoon version of this. But if he's just dressed as Mickey Mouse, I don't care about this. Yeah, I just clicked on the article and like the picture. It's just a crappy like how yeah. like Spirit Halloween five dollar mask that looks like Mickey. This that's terrible. It's just a guy. It's just a guy. 
It's a it's a guy you with know, a mask. You know what the problem is? Cost. Cost of animation is ah, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is huge. So they didn't want to spend any money. They just want to use the figure as cheaply as they possibly could. They're literally just going to take a plot from another movie. It'll be like Scream, but he just happens to be wearing this mask instead. <laughs> I, well, exactly. Okay, I have to ask you a question. If we were drinking, the four of us, yeah. if you and? were drinking alcohol and Mickey came at you with a knife, wouldn't you just beat the piss out of him? Yeah. But if it's I, one think, before, yeah. Even if not drinking... And Mickey came at me with a knife. Yeah. You'd do it anyway. Yeah, I understand. Brittany, you'd probably kick some ass on Mickey pulling a knife on you, wouldn't you? Yeah, I've thought about getting stabbed by a knife probably more than your average person. Um, mm-hmm. And I've, yeah, like I, I got a game plan. So just so you know, I've got a game plan. You're good to go. Yeah, I mean, I, think- I hope I'm all good to go. I mean, they have the upper hand in some ways, but do they? I don't know. We'll see. I was stabbed in my foot once. Does that count? Oh. No. How'd you get Whoa. stabbed in the foot? Wasn't it a lawn dart? No. Well, that too. That happened too. You're absolutely right. A lawn dart was in my leg, though. That wasn't in oh, my foot. It I was see. in the calf. But no, that happened because we're playing Mumbly Peg. Oh, you ever yeah. heard of that game? Mm-hmm. That Where sounds you throw made the knife down, You have to stretch your legs out, and, and you just keep throwing the knife at each other, and, and whoever falls over first loses, right? Well, unfortunately, my buddy didn't lose that way. He threw the knife right through the top of my foot. Oh, <laughs> Tevin, do you want me to do you want me to say it so you don't have to? That is the most white person game of all time. Right. Probably I can is. think of so many other fun things to do than go into the kitchen, grab some knives, and start th- like Just throwing it at each other. Yeah, it'll be a blast, guys. Have you ever played cards <laughs> instead of knives? With my grandmother. Oh, sorry. I do it with my grandmother. And by the way, the, the only reason that black people don't play mumbly peg is they're busy using the guns on everybody. Or that's actually, we do, we have a version of mumbly peg, except it's called bang bang peg. And we, yeah, we go get, <laughs> we go get the guns out and we, you know, the Glock and we start shooting e- each other's legs. So I got a bullet to the foot last Thanksgiving. What the hell is going on in the Twin Cities every day? There are three or four stories about people opening fire. What is going on? It, I don't. It's it's ridiculous because people are just overly sensitive, and now it's you're, the people will shoot rather than than fight. It's I don't know. There's no sense to any of it going on. I agree completely, Brittany. You're the only one that can answer this next question because you're a woman. Yes. Ready? Would you like this or would you hate this? Because right. I don't think I would like it. I'll be upfront with you. New Jersey twins. Born in two different years. Oh. Wouldn't you hate that? It's kind of cute. One in 23 and one in 24. It's kind of cute. Kind of cute, but. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the the whole twins things, the idea of carrying two children kind of blows my mind. Like, it was weird before, and now after having a kid, the idea of having two kids, two newborns, is actually more terrifying than steamboat Willie could ever be. Um, <laughs> so that alone keeps me up at night. Is I mean, that I you suppose... have two infants. Yeah. I suppose the kids would like it because they get their own birthday. Yeah, it's kind of cute. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. You'd have, you know, okay, we celebrate on New Year's uh, Eve and then New Year's Day. I like that. 
because it, I, I should, I got to click on the story because I, they had to be born just minutes apart, right? What, 15, 20 minutes apart, something like that? Absolutely. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cute. Yeah, that gives them a little more individuality. But imagine uh, they better have some money because having two birthdays back to back like that, you're pissing away some big dough, don't you think? Yeah, having two newborns back to back is going to take a little, uh, when a college comes around, a little dent. Oh, oh god college time to buy a car <laughs> looks like you guys are getting uh really nice bikes yeah, a tandem bike <laughs> oh a tandem bike there you go i have a question for you wasn't Voorhees a horror figure that's uh jason friday yeah. the 13th yeah well it's friday the 13th because there actually is a town named Voorhees, new jersey did you know mm-hmm. that mm, i did, did not i never knew that they're at Voorhees, new jersey yes yeah, I- so I thought that name sounded familiar. Hmm. I didn't know he was old money. Old money. He's got his own city. He bought his own city. I'll stab you and then I'll go back to the city that I purchased. Mm. What do you think? Um, Even Billy Humphrey of Merchantville, New Jersey, were caught off guard when they found out they were expecting twin boys. The doctor was like, well, there are two heartbeats. And I was like, well, let me see. I don't believe you, said Eve. And I was in shock. They were due at the end of January, but Eve's water broke on New Year's Eve, which also happens to be Billy's birthday. Also, that that's the parent. I guess Billy's coming. <laughs> Billy has entered the chat. Yeah, Billy's Billy's in the chat now. Um, so yeah, the doctor said there was two heartbeats. He wondered if it would be. Uh, oh my God, they were due at the end of January, but Eve's water broke New Year's Eve, which also happened to be Billy's birthday. He wondered if uh, he would share his birthday with his sons. I'm like, what a great birthday gift. I get two boys on my birthday. Uh, We came in early enough on that day, and I was thinking, okay, maybe this is going to happen. They're very cute babies, by the way. They're a picture. I love the fact that babies can't open their eyes. They're like, I'm really bored with you. They won't open their eyes at all. I love that. The couple arrived at Virtua Voorhees Hospital with plenty of time to spare. Baby A, now named Ezra was born at 10, excuse me, 11.48 p.m. on New Year's Eve, weighing in at six pounds even. Once he was born, you know, thinking of the tax write-off, I was like, maybe we can... <laughs> you start thinking about a tax write-off when your kid was just born? I'm so you concerned about this guy, Billy, being a father. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, the exactly. first thing I know about him is, doctor, let me take a look. I don't believe you. Yes. <laughs> I could tell if there's two heartbeats. Thank you. <laughs> Unbelievable. Little brother had other plans. I was still pushing when everyone's doing the countdown and we all just said, happy new year in the middle of me trying to push out baby B said Eve. Ezekiel was born at 1228 AM on new year's day, weighing four pounds, 15 ounces, twin brothers born on different days in different years. Uh, Pretty interesting. I just know they're going to be uh, world changers. They couldn't share the same day, right? They needed their own spotlight said Billy seeing them in person and seeing their faces. They're so cute. I'm so glad they're healthy, as if there's not enough celebrating already. The twins have an older brother, Hezekiah, who will turn three on January 3rd. So dad's birthday is on the 31st. Yeah. One kid's birthday is on the 31st. The other kid's birthday is on the 1st. And then the fourth kid's birthday is on the 3rd. And nobody's thought about the mom in like five years anyway, so don't worry about her. No, she didn't even get a birthday. Forget about (laughs) it. It's just how it is. You get no birthday. Uh, That's kind of a cool story. We never... Well, that my name is Thomas because they thought I was twins. 
because I was so big that I had, apparently you could pick up not only my heartbeat, but you could pick it up in my neck or something. Tom. So they thought I was twin. That's what Thomas means twin. Do you think you ate your twin? Oh, oh I so probably powerful. did. Oh, you mean like last night? Oh, Thank you very much. Great to be here. Oh. Anyway, no, I don't. Well, maybe I did. I don't know. But yeah, I was 23 inches long and weighed 11 pounds. Damn. Although the world record for babies, didn't we read it one day is like 28 pounds for yeah. I don't like Googling it because there's a lot of yes. weird things that come up. They're yeah. like, oh, this yep. baby was born this way and died four minutes after. It's like oh. it gets so dark when you try to look oh. into it. You're right. Oh. You're absolutely right. It gets very, very, how cool would that be though? It's your birthday. It's your son's birthday. And then your other son's birthday is the, the next day. And then your other son's birthday is 48 hours after that. I would love if a kid was born on my birthday. It would like add new energy into your birthday. Tom, it happened to you. It happened to my grand. My grandson was born on my birthday. That's exactly right. And Andy was born 12 days. We thought he was going to be born on my birthday, but he's born on October 26th. So he missed it by 12 days. And I've disliked him ever since. What do you think? Fawn, me and Gogo are all like five days apart. So. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I'm May 23rd. Fawn is 26. Mm -hmm. And Gogo is 28. That's pretty cool. I know. We're a bunch of Geminis. It's a Gemini thing. Is that what it is? Gemini? We got the Scorpio deal going. Why do I always have to get the the one the one M whenever there's a thing for my birthday or my whatever? There's always something that will kill you involved. Yeah, what do you mean Scorpio. What the hell's that? I do think the worst one is when you have to say I am a Cancer. Like I don't yeah. think that is <laughs> a, a good one to have to say yeah. out loud. Well, just people just say, "Yeah, I already knew that before you told me." But trust me, hey, I'm. It would be a can. What is Cancer? I don't even know. I mean, it's, I can't, I don't, I don't know what the symbol is, but yeah, that's uh, not a great one to have to say out loud. I literally, oh, by the way, I checked the complete sheet. They're not even coming back till tomorrow. I know. I saw that on break and I was laughing. It's like, what the hell? How much time you, they've been off for like three weeks for Christ's sake. Yeah. Cause didn't they take a, didn't you get an email like two weeks before Christmas that was like, hey, we're checking out early. Good God. I mean, they, they once you take a break, you pills. What the hell is that? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I need to work for them. Yeah. Am I right? Oh, God. I didn't even know you knew what the word work meant. Same. Same. God. Whatever, sister. That's all I have to say to you. But, but yeah, I know that. You know what? It doesn't say. You'd think they'd say, well, mom's birthday is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it never did say when mom's birthday is. No. And no she's... I'm kind of curious what this tax write-off is that you get for, is it just for having a baby? Like, do you, did you get a tax write-off, Brittany? Or is it, do you specifically have to have twins? No, you. it's like a dependent. Oh, you that's taxes. what they're talking about. Okay. It's, trust me, nobody in the history of the world has ever made money having a baby, so... No, that's it's, very. Uh, uh, I know I look really wealthy in my closet here mm-hmm. with my child, but um, no, uh, I've never been more broke in my life. Highly recommend doing it. So, I mean, these what's you know, not, not you know what I'm not even going to say it because there's a very expensive thing if you have a baby who's who needs some help. That's got to be a bitch. Costs all of that money, and all of a sudden the baby needs some some medical help. Mm-hmm. It costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. Those poor people. Oh yeah, like, and I'm. We are super blessed. 
go goes fine. She's getting shots right now, her 18 yeah. month old shots and like everything it is 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 we've been really blessed with gogo and all this stuff and it's it's just expensive so i can't even imagine you add on any of that and yeah but yeah no you're absolutely right that it, it is honest to god i gotta ask you a question because it's something i came upon <clears throat> you guys ever had virgil's zero sugar uh soft drinks no no nope. it's v-i-r-g-i-l it's most um do we have sprouts in in the, in the Twin Cities? Like the Sprout vegetables, stores? like alfalfa sprouts. Oh, the stores. I don't believe we have them here, but the name is, sounds very familiar. God, they're such good stores. They're in a lot of different places. I, I hope we do get them. Maybe we do, but I, I don't think we do. But yeah, they got all this stuff that you can't find anywhere else. That's what I love it. They have this Virgil soda. It is the most delicious, and it's there's no caffeine. There's no fake sugar in it. Hmm. Uh, it's God, it's good. Black cherry. Forget about it. Where's Virgil's in Minnesota? Okay. Yeah. okay what's the number? It, Call in. It, Call in now. It, it looks like they're only in California, Florida, Washington, Texas, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. So how about Virgil soda? Can you get Virgil soda anywhere? And what, what if I have to drive up to like East Grand Forks to buy it? Uh, that's a good question. Oh, nobody oh, no, cares. No. Thanks There's... for all your concern. Sorry, yeah, no looking... problem. It's here. I found it. There's um a bunch of different um like the oh. Lake Winds food fo- uh, food co-op here. Oh, I love Lake Winds. Um, I'll look in your area because we don't live close at all. No. Trader Joe's in Bloomington. Oh, Trader Joe's right down the block. Whole oh. Foods on France Ave. Okay, we're now I'm locked in. Good, I can buy Virgil's Black Cherry Soda. Yeah. It is incredibly delicious. That's all I'm saying. Because I got away from drinking caffeine, as you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do a shot of caffeine in the morning, and then I don't touch it the rest of the day. Maybe that's why I'm so goddamn even keel now. What do you think? What is this shot of caffeine? What exactly are you drinking? Is it the five-hour energy? Don't Maybe. be the five-hour no that's so much caffeine no, no i don't know it's 250 milligrams not i'm not even much. mad at that but like don't you want to enjoy it that stuff tastes like battery acid no i don't want to enjoy it i want to wake up i literally since i i went on uh i changed my medications i cut way back on them and this is weird I my sleep medications i'm talking about mm-hmm. i cut way back on them i've been sleeping nine or ten hours every night wow Yes, son. I that's mean, amazing. It's un- I have not slept that much my entire life. Never. Even oh. when I was a kid, I didn't sleep that much. I love. I don't sleep that much right now, but I love when I do. I'm telling <laughs> you, there's some great things out there. That uh, what? What do we got? Six. We're 60 days away from the pot stores opening in Minnesota. Is that? Oh right? yeah, I forget. Is uh, it like March 1st or something? I think. Maybe we should get an expert on on that. We call somebody and get an expert. Does anybody know anybody that owns a pot shop? Or yeah, my friend Sean. Shop? Remember we had mm-hmm. him on? Do you want him back on? We should find out when, because, you know, when you can just walk into stores, and there are many states you can do it now. You don't even have to be from the state either to buy it, because it's just retail. I mean, you can buy, you know, it's kind of interesting. I take Relaxium to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff, a combination of, of these things. Might be a little pot involved too, you know, like 10 milligrams of THC, right. if you know what I'm saying. But there are these drops. I don't even know what the hell the name of them are. I used to have one in here, but I don't anymore. But the drop, you do it drops, and my God, it just relaxes the hell out of you. It's amazing. 
is it like a white liquid? Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So I think I know what you're talking about. You can get them kind of all over the place, but does it have a really strong taste to it? This this doesn't. No, because no. when they first came out, I had a friend that Brittany. I think you remember this guy that was trying to peddle his yeah. like these milk type product. Not my friend Sean. This is not no, my no, friend yeah, not, Sean. No, no, this no, is no, not <laughs> my friend Sean is so legit. Has his own like company. But yeah, this other guy we met. Yeah, he had the, of, yeah. the like it had to be the early renditions of it <laughs> and it was the strongest nastiest yeah. tasting thing. So I'm glad that they've come a long way. Like it used to be like one little eye drop and you wanted to pass out. I was like it yeah. was terrible. But yeah, it's not they, like that, but they've come a long way now it sounds like. Okay. It does work though. It really, really works. It's really nice. The only problem is you can't, if you, you have to pay attention to your dosage because if you go over a little over top, you might not ever wake up. <laughs> but yeah, I was told, I can't remember who told me that yesterday. I was talking to somebody on the phone in Minnesota and they said that they believe they're 60 days away from the retail pot shops opening. Which is going to be, uh, that's going to make a hell of a lot of tax money. Maybe it can drop our taxes away from, they're thinking about going to 15%, you know, taxes in Minnesota. Have you know they that, ever right? dropped taxes? Like, has there? No. Been, no. So even if we <laughs> no, have like man. a big revenue stream, they're not like, you know what? Let's give the no. citizens a break. But yeah, I have not slept, literally, in the previous 70 years of my life, I have never slept this well. Not even awesome. as a little kid. Isn't that nice? Did you Maybe wake I've up? Just gotten really boring. I bore myself to sleep every night. That's what it is. <laughs> Did you wake up confused after your first nine, ten hours sleep? We're like, no, what you the wake up, and you go, I don't want to get up yet. It's too early. And you look at the clock, it's like you've been sleeping for ten hours. Get out of bed, damn it. Oh God, I, I did not even know what that felt like. I had no idea what it felt like to sleep like nine hours in a row. Not a clue. Even when I was a teenager, because usually teenagers sleep really long hours. Do they not? Yes, yeah. when you're going through growth spurts, we've got, yeah. yeah, we have a teenager next door who will literally be like, I'm going to bed and it's 7 p.m. We're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, see, we never had that at the house. It was, it was always, you had to worry if dad was going to go off the deep end and stab you to death while you were sleeping. Maybe that's why I couldn't sleep. Yeah, that's not super helpful for it really anything. Isn't. Um, I got to be here. I got to tell you the honest God, truth. It's not helpful at all. You know what I mean? I couldn't imagine living your childhood whatsoever. No, it was interesting. There's no question about it. And people do not understand you carry that with you for the rest of your life. It's not something you ever forget. No question about it. But, you know, it made me a stronger person, I will tell you that. I literally, because of that, because of the way my father acted when I was a little boy, I am not afraid of anyone. I know you aren't. I'm, I'm sorry not. that happened to you as a kid because that's terrible. Yeah, but in a good way, when I got older, it really worked in my favor because everybody just leaves me alone. No, I don't think yeah. there's too many positives, but come on, that's. A I positive. will say you have. Be I think you've healed a little bit because you've become the father that you've wanted. So, yeah, that's I do what have I was a at the beginning of the show. Yeah, what you I what? do have a text from Sean about what's going on. Okay, what does Sean say? Nothing legislatively, just events. The co-op will be putting on an expo with the Office of Cannabis and Department of Agriculture, but there is no legislative milestones coming up. Still building the office and determining rules. Nothing will transpire in regards to licensing until this fall. 
Another nine months. Why is Minnesota always like that? Everybody else can handle it, but not Minnesota. Oh, no. Brittany, if when we get more information from Sean, I wonder, does he have any knowledge on, because they've had like the cannabis person that's supposed to help, you know, kind of usher in this new era for Minnesota, but they've swapped Mm -hmm. people. Like they fired two of the people that were supposed to do it. So I wonder if he knows anything as far as behind the scenes, what they're struggling with over in at the Capitol. I'll ask if he can call in. He's been on our show before. He is yes, uh, yeah. super into the, he got, got, was very involved with the legislator. He was on I the, mean, um, the, in the newspaper with the whole picture of Ventura when they signed it. So I just really don't understand why it is in Minnesota. Everybody else can get it done, but not Minnesota. We are going to have to take at least four to maybe 50 years. Then yeah. it'll happen. What is that? I don't know. It's I feel like we're we're different, so we don't because it's very easy just to go to Illinois and say, "Hey, what worked for you? What didn't? Now let's yeah. streamline yeah. our process." And we're kind of going through the same thing with everybody that wants to legalize uh, sports gambling in Minnesota. And it oh, seems right. like yes. that'll be another one that eventually it'll get go through, but it's going to be another long, arduous process. There have been a, a few states that uh, that uh, on the first kicked in sports gambling. A oh, few really? of them did, I know. So they had a list of Minnesota was not one on the list. But, yeah, could we just do it? Just once you do this, get the hell out of the way. How about that? That's a good yeah. idea, isn't it? Great idea. Well, you remember for years you could not buy real beer mm-hmm. on Sunday, but you could buy 3-2 beer. So instead of drinking a six-pack, I'll drink a 12-pack and get just as hammered. What's the difference? Yeah. Right? Right. Exactly. Or you saw all the strings of liquor stores that would open up right on the border of Wisconsin and Minnesota that <laughs> oh, would just yeah. rake it in on Sundays. What are you saying, Tevin? I never drove over there on a Sunday. Oh. What do you mean? I, when I first moved to Minnesota, I was unaware that you couldn't buy beer on Sundays. And I had a friend that he was like, we're getting a party bus to you know go to the Vikings game. And he, oh, yeah. he's like, but we got to get a keg. I got to go to Wisconsin. And I was like, what do you go to Wisconsin? Just go to Minnesota. He's like, no, like liquor stores are closed. So we would have to road trip yeah. to Wisconsin to go get whatever your keg and bring it back. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Cause you could booze it up as much as you wanted growing up in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. You could drink at the bowling alley if your parents were with you. And <laughs> it was a different time back that. then. It was the wild, wild west. <laughs> That's how I've heard another state. You can literally, if you're five years old, you can have a beer yeah. if you're with your pres- uh, parents. Yeah, who cares? Graduation party? Or <laughs> drunk with the parents. Yeah, whatever. I don't even know who would enjoy that. Like, I don't want, I wouldn't want to as a kid drink no. with my parents, and I would don't think I'd want to be around my kid drinking at that. At least, like, no. who's finding enjoyment in this? Well, I've told you before, I... I will always thank God that my voice dropped when I was 11 years old and that Tommy O'Brien didn't grow to his full, full height until he was probably in like eighth grade. So what would happen is I would call the liquor store. Yes, I'd like uh, two cases of uh, blah, blah, blah beer delivered to this address. And what would happen is when they pull up, I would run in, turn on the shower, and then Tommy would go to the door and goes, hey, Dad. The liquor store is here. Oh, uh, son, I left the uh, money on the television. Just give them that money and just tell them to leave it up. Worked every time. That is so cool. Every time it worked because I had this, yes, uh, just leave the, I believe there's some money on the uh, television. You can give that to them and give them a tip, son. Give them a nice tip. It, 
it feels like the Home Alone to you know, keep the change, you filthy you animal. Filthy animal. Yeah. The, filthy the animal. TV. <laughs> like, it has that vibe to it. I love to be a filthy animal. Uh, that I love that that movie. That's a great movie. So I watched it. I watched it over the you know over Christmas break here, and that movie because it has a name when he puts the cassette tape in or the VHS tape in the VCR. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up. They just completely made that movie up mm-hmm. for yeah. Home Alone. Yeah. Because I was like, they oh, did. I'd love really? to watch that and see if it's good. But no, yeah, completely made up. God, I love that movie. I should watch that movie again. I haven't seen it in a long time. Were the other ones, two and three, any good? Um, People claim the New York one was good. Mm-hmm. The third oh, one is a completely new kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. And the fourth I would, one's I wouldn't awful. recommend it, but no. yeah. It's so funny. His younger brother's in succession, isn't it? That's his younger brother. Oh, he's so good in it, too. He is such a prick. Oh, I think God. I think there is like something about it where I don't know if he's a good actor or if he's just playing himself the whole yeah. time. It's so natural that you wonder, is he just playing himself here? No, you're right. That's a good call. Um, can your friend call in for about 10 minutes right after the, the break? Because we got yeah, I'll, uh, I'll text him. I'll ask. That'd be great because we could bring him in and then we got we can go right to Kristen Burt. That'd be wonderful. Perfect. We shall take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes, hopefully with a special guest. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life. Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that does doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 9520-RES, backward or forwarded, spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero res carpet. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friends, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians, not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced, or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant whatever it takes. Before you head back to one of the big box stores for your hunting and shooting needs this season, do yourself a favor and visit my choice, K&L Surplus and Ammo in Lino Lakes. Not only does K&L have one of the widest selections of firearms and ammo in the Twin Cities, they also do business the right way. They want to make sure that you have the right firearm and the right ammo for your needs. Jim, the owner, has over 25 years of experience in the business 
and will help you find what you need at a fair price. Speaking of prices, a lot of stores are using inflation and supply shortages as an excuse to raise prices on ammunition. Not KNL. Jim's doing everything to hold the line on pricing so you can spend more time on the range. Find out for yourself why KNL Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go in and chat with Jim in person at the store on Lake Drive and Lina Lakes or online at klgunstore.com. klgunstore.com.